Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. If you've got an insurance question, you could talk to a dentist. But instead of filling you in on ways to save on your policies, he'd probably be too busy filling in that loose crown. Or you could talk to your local Geico agent, who will use their expertise to polish up your policies, from home and auto to renters, motorcycle, boat, and RV too. So while, yes, your dentist can save your smile, your Geico agent could save you money, which will make you use that smile a whole lot more. To find a Geico agent near you, visit geico.com slash local. Morning. Morning. This show contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Are you ready to get your mind blown? One angry New York City Puerto Rican decided to start a radio show. Determined to piss the world off by shoving a mirror in front of society's face. He kicked them in the balls. What are you? Who are you? This is the Crotch Shot Radio Show. Crotch Shot Radio Show. This is not a test. This is a broadcast transmission. We're going to stay on the air. And now, and now, the Wimpy. The Wimpy. a special episode of the Crotch Shot Radio Show where we kick issues in the balls. We are on an active war against bullshit. We will do anything and everything to expose bullshit. The ends sometimes justify the means. So if you're angry and want the truth exposed and strap in the prepared to be shocked. This is Smash Mouth Talk. If you can't accept it, then fuck off. I'm your host, Louie B. I takes no bullshit from nobody. I actually expose the bullshit of society and chop it up into easy to digest chunks for you. Today is no different. Today, I am honored to have an exclusive interview, a jailhouse interview with everyone's favorite porn star, Mercedes Carrera. Um, goodness, I've been keeping in contact with her. I've been writing her letters. Um, I personally believe she's innocent or else I wouldn't be communicating with her. But um, I was able to get in contact with her and um, we were able to call. She was able to call me from... Um, from jail, and this is the interview. Hope you enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, I gladly introduce to you the engineering mistress, your porn princess, the real defender of gender equality, La Boricua Bella, Mercedes Carrera. Practically a ghost town everywhere. That is so weird. Like, who would have ever thought that New York would? Well, you know what? They just passed a two point two trillion dollar stimulus. So maybe, uh, maybe now that they got what they wanted, this will lighten up. Yeah. But, um, Does it seem like that was a big part of you know what's happening right now? 
I don't know, because I'm in jail, but... But, yeah. Are they at least keeping you keeping you safe in there from... Oh, yeah, we're fine in here. I mean, this is business as usual. And, actually, we were joking about it, because, I mean, we don't social distance in here, because there's just no really room to... And, you know, we're playing cards. We're, you know, we're totally unaffected. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, like, normal in here. We, we get more socialization in here than people out there do oh, wow. right now. Yeah. So it's fine. I mean, we're not worried about it. We were all sick like a month, less than a half ago. We all had the flu. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, maybe we all already had it. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, the jail's so dirty. Our immune probably are stronger because we've all been dealing with it for a while. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess they're taking temperature of people who are coming in, you know, stuff like that. But this, this facility I'm at, they don't really, they don't have medical cases here anyway. This is like the facility where you have less problems, you know. So people who have problems like either mental health issues or serious medical conditions, they, they're over at the other facility I was at. Okay. So. Yeah, so I'm fine. We still get our food. Everything's fine here. Oh, all right. I think, that, yeah, the deputies are, uh, they, they, no, they think this is bullshit. I mean, I was talking to one of my favorite deputies this morning, and she's like, yeah, like 50,000 people have died of the flu this year. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking about that. Yeah. So, it seems like it's much to do about nothing. But, you know, we're bombarded with blue pill news all day. This mm. whole, stay at home. And there's just like weird Soviet style, sh- you know, social shaming if you don't stay at home and lock yourself up. Oh, it's yeah, not it's, okay. Yeah, it's not I, okay. I'm an, I'm an essential employee, so I, I can't, you know, I'm, I'm allowed to, to venture out. They gave my job gave me a special letter in case the cops stop me. I have to show my papers. Papers, please. <laughs> it's totally, like, a weird, like, very, like, strange. It's actually kind of Soviet style. I've been reading this book called Gulag Archipelago. It's about this guy who, mm-hmm. whose memoirs, he spent eight years in the gulags in Siberia during the USSR. And all because he he was a soldier, and he wrote a letter to his friend that was uh, critical of Stalin. And that letter that was critical of Stalin, yeah, this this friend ended up turning turning him in uh, to to the, I think it was KGB at the time. So he ended up spending eight years in the Gulag, and his name was Solzhenitsyn, Alexander Solzhenitsyn. Interesting guy, and he ended up writing a great book that was kind of like one of the first. Uh, it was actually the first book that exposed the Gulag system because people were disappearing for like twenty years, and people knew it, but like nobody knew exactly where they went and what happened. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, it was interesting reading about it, because it's kind of like what's happening here. And it's, it's weird how, with Americans, it's like, it took social media to make them Soviet. Because now they spy on each other all day, and then they, they pass judgment. Oh, it's it's not okay that they're out, you know, walking the dog. It's not okay that you're out walking around. Do you have papers? You want to know what's papers? funny? Yesterday, um, I had to go to the supermarket to get my supplies. And I saw this dude, he had a mask on, which doesn't do anything. But exactly. he was walking he was walking his his uh Doberman uh Chihuahua mix and the fucking uh, dog had a mask on too. <laughs> because it's a, because it's good. <laughs> you can make this shit up. This is hilarious. And I coughed and he gave me the dirtiest look. <laughs> of course he did. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be doing. I'd be walking around coughing. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for you to get my letter because I don't. You know, I don't want to spoil it. But yeah, there's (laughs) there's like some shit. Oh God. This I I I also I I like, but it's this the the one thing about uh, this whole coronavirus thing. It has really uh, gotten my comedic juices flowing because I just love dark humor. And I just been oh writing, yeah totally. I just been writing dark jokes, like <laughs> like this. Um, well, this one joke. I'm like, I'm just glad that they're not blaming this one on the Jews. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, just the Chinese. It's fine. <laughs> okay. It's, it's, it's like how I mean how how um, interesting though that number one we're blaming the Chinese it, and. We, you know, they hold a lot of our debt. But also, notice how it, it's affecting Italy and Spain, who are the two greatest fiscal liabilities to the EU. Mm. Think about that. It's getting rid of all the pensioners that are costing them too much fucking money. Oh, wow. I didn't even think of it like that. 
Yeah. That was the first thing I thought. I thought, wow, interesting. Let's see, you know, Greece gets hit hard next. Because, I mean, those, those two countries, though, Italy and Spain, I think they're the two greatest liabilities for Germany. Hmm. Period. Because they have all those fucking old people that just, they don't die there. Their quality of life is too good. So they're on pensions for 30-something years. Hmm. California has the same problem. California has this whole pension situation. It's a real fucked situation. Because, you know, when they started doing these things, they expected people to live for, like, maybe 10 years in retirement. Mm-hmm. So people are living into the 90s, you know? Mm. So they retire at 55, maybe 60, and then they're collecting pensions for 30 years, and they have the COLA, the cost of living adjustment. So California, right now, there was one snapshot of a city in um, called Fullerton in Orange County. It's kind of like a average town in Southern California. And the city, uh, I think it was the commissioner, the city planner was saying that they have twice as many pensioners uh, who were, you know, um, employees of the state than they do have active employees. Mm. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah, it was, which is about right. I mean, 30% of Americans pay taxes. So you got to think about it, 70% or not. So, you know, yeah, two, two to one. Yeah. About right. So, uh, I got, I actually got some questions. If you wanna okay. go through it, sure. Uh, I am, I am recording. So, cool. Yeah, cool. So, um, how, how is the case going? I can't. I'm not at liberty to discuss, but uh, things are going as well as they can. Okay. Um. Again, these are the questions that I asked before. I asked you these questions before, before the the last the, the last time. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool. Uh, how how are you surviving in jail with being charged with the crime you are charged with? Well, I'm I'm in uh, I'm in protective custody. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I mean, it's not it's not really it like this, I'm in a really chill unit, and also uh, you know I interact actually a lot with the girls who are. Um, there's, we share the day room with girls who are, who are the high point prison girls in this facility. I mean, we, I mean, they see us through bars, or we see them through bars. We we alternate days. But you know, one thing about uh, criminals is they're pretty street smart, and they're pretty good judges of character. Interestingly enough, so mm-hmm. uh, the girls here know. I mean, my case was got a lot of press. Everybody knows what I'm here for, mm-hmm. and they also know after they talk to me for about thirty seconds that it's bullshit. And a lot of them have all kinds of stories to tell you about how the criminal justice system sets people up and, you know, how people get charged with things that they didn't do. I mean, this is this is nothing new to people who have been in and out of the system for a while, which, is, I mean, it's new to me, but it's not new to them. Because a lot of them have uh, gotten stuck with charges. You know, I mean, look, a lot of them may be involved in various levels of criminality. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the things that they're forced to sign on are things that they didn't necessarily do. And so, and they also, anyone who's been to prison will tell you that there's plenty of people in prison who are innocent, who are, because here's, here's what the state does. They, they uh, arrest you. Mm-hmm. They stack charges so that you can't bail out. And then they, if they don't have a case, they try to create one. And so, like, with a lot of the gang members, what will happen is, let's say there's a, a murder or something in an area. They'll go through and they'll sweep up every gang member that might be in the area, which is, might be several people. And then they'll try to charge them with, you know, a murder or, or a robbery or a, or a drive-by or whatever that they may not have done. But because they're gang members who have been in prison, um, they have gang enhancements, you know, the DAs will say, well, you know, you could either take this 10 years in prison or I'm going to take you to trial. And if you lose, you're going to get 80 years. Stuff like that happens all the time. Oh, wow. So, um, oh, yeah, it's, it's, especially this county that I'm in. So, you know, I uh, I fare well enough. I get along with people. I don't have any problems here, you know. I mean, the only problems I've had with people, uh, the facility I was at before houses some real nutcases. Uh, their protective custody unit has women who were actually beat up in GP and put in protective custody because they don't get along with people. And, and they're a problem everywhere you put them. You know, they don't get along with anyone. Where I'm at right now, this feels really nice. The deputies are, are you know, they're professional. But, you know, we're we're fine. I've made friends with some of the girls who, uh, who are the, the prison girls who are, you know, who in theory would be the girls who, if there was anyone to issue a beat down for someone's charges, mm-hmm. it would be them. Mm-hmm. And that's... So usually high-profile cases can't be housed in this facility, but I mean, like I said, they're they're not stupid. So once we start talking and and uh, and I explain what happened, actually everybody's 
kind of on my side. So, uh, yeah. And, of course, people are going to kill me if I don't ask this. Have you hooked up with anybody in there? What's that? People are going to kill me if I don't ask you this. Have you hooked up with anybody in there? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I know. No, and and I understand that's a, that's a pretty common thing in the jail prison system, but no. I mean, there's, there's nothing to me less sexy than jail. Mm. I mean, it's still, you know, it's gross. Like, I don't, like, the only time I'm naked in here is just in the shower, and, like, only when I'm showering. As soon as I can, I put clothes back on. It's fucking, the environment's gross. All right, so, um, so how do you how do you pass the time in there? Well, let's see. I'm locked down about in here. It's better. Like before, I was locked down. You know, from I was locked down about 21 hours a day. Here, I'm locked down anywhere from 19 to 20 hours a day. Maybe you know, so I'm out of myself for sometimes five hours a day here. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a TV. Luckily, yeah. the girls were on my row that we share the TV. We like to watch a lot of History Channel, Discovery. So we get to watch a lot of ancient aliens, homesteader shows, nice. food networks. So yeah, so I'm I'm with people who um, we all have the same taste in TV. So it's nice. I read books. I've read War and Peace. I've read Anna Karenina. I've read uh, Count of Monte Cristo. I, I'm about halfway done with Given the Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire. Um, I've read tons of books. Like I read. Day in the life of uh, Ivan Denisovich. I spent a lot of time on Russian literature in here. Uh, I write my husband pretty much daily, and uh, you know, I've, and I've read tons and tons of books. I mean, so I've really gotten a great lit education that I I wouldn't have had, especially War and Peace. What a what a fantastic book! I highly recommend the. Um, there's a modern uh, 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 translation by Volokhonsky. Yeah, if you're interested in War and Peace, you got to pick up that edition. It's just fantastic. You seem more of a tragedy and hope Carol Quigley girl to me. You think so? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I think escapism in jail is really, really, really important. So reading about times and places that are not here mm-hmm. is helpful. So... so uh, yeah, so, I mean, it, and, you know, I mean, Gibbons declining fall of the Roman Empire, and talk about a fantastic, I, I have an abridged version, and I have uh, the whole set at, at home. I wish I had my library at home available to me here, but I don't, so mm-hmm. I'm grateful that friends have been still kind of to keep me occupied. And, I didn't have TV, though, like, for the longest time, up until, like, two, three months ago, I was housed in an area that didn't have TV, so I really didn't watch much of it. Mm. And then uh, lately we've had it. So it's good. And like I say, you know, sometimes people play cards and they try to work out. I mean, jail's boring. I mean, this is hard time. All the girls who, who um, a lot of the repeat offenders who've been to prison, they try to spend as little time in county jail as possible. Mm. Most of them are, ha- are happy to just sign and go up to prison. Because prison, you can get master's degrees, you can go to the gym, you can work with animals, you can take auto shop, you can, you know get an education, you can work, you can do all kinds of things in prisons, but uh, county jail is a, it's a much worse environment. I mean, I'm locked in a cell that's about 30 square feet for 19 hours of the day, so you definitely have to be self-entertaining. Hmm. Well, hopefully my letters are helping. What's that? Hopefully my letters are helping. They are, absolutely. You know, we I received um, your newsletters. And it was fantastic, so we passed it around. So you should know that everybody oh. is excited. And actually, there's a girl here named Mercedes. So she gets a letter. She goes, how did he know I was going to read it? <laughs> so we had uh, that oh. laugh. But, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm entered. So so um, are any of them available? I'm asking for The gals in here? Yeah. I'm asking oh, yeah. for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some. Yeah, if you want pen pals, I I got you. There's some really yeah. great. There's actually some really great gals in here, oh. especially over on the um the, the side with the prison gals. They're they're cool. They're you know they're really cool. Well, okay. Are they are they laughing or are they like they, so you pass you pass all you pass the letters on and like what what like what are you getting like what are you, uh, the reaction? well the one that the one that I, the one I passed along was the one where you sent me the news. Oh, oh, they're okay. all very interested in that. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. So, all right. So, continue sending you news articles. All right, on it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Um. So they keep they keep dropping char dropping charges on you. Why why haven't they granted you bail? I know you pretty much uh answered that, but like they they haven't granted you bail, especially like now in New York. You would have been you would have been bailed out already. Yeah, so the way so in California it's very county specific. So San Bernardino mm-hmm. County is uh the only county in California that can hold people on hearsay. Mm. So 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 let's say there's like there's there's no tangible evidence of what you're accused of, but they've accused someone's accused you of it, they can hold you here until trial, it's it's a it's an anomaly of this county. This county is a kind of a pipeline to the prison system because it's a generally impoverished county. So I lived in a nice little community here, but this county stretches all the way from 30 miles east of LA all the way to state line. So it's mostly desert, and a lot of it's you know it's it's desert rats, it's uh, low income you know methamphetamine areas and stuff like that, right? So. The way they're set up here is completely different. They And here's something interesting. When we ask for a bail reduction, the reason they stack charges is they will set your bail based on your charges. So let's say there's 10 charges, but each charge uh, holds, you know, $500,000 bail. Mm-hmm. So then your, your bail would be $5 million, right? Yep. So what's interesting – hold on. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so uh, the thing about the 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 way bail set in this county, they set your bail as though you're guilty, even though in theory they're holding you as innocent until proven guilty. Makes no fucking sense, right? I mean, it's almost like the eighth article of the Constitution doesn't exist. Yeah. But it doesn't. I mean, realistically, I mean, anyone who thinks we live in the land of the free, the home of the brave, is deluding themselves. So, you know, this is this is what it is. And so part of the reason they're holding us, look, um, they're trying to wear us out. This is what county jail is. Mm. It, it, what they try to do is, if, especially, look, if they have something to prosecute people on, they're usually, they try to prosecute them quickly. Right? Because they get, they get money. And they get money to hold you. So it's it's a it's, its own farm. It's a people farm here. And then it's a plantation uh, upstate in the prison. Um. What they'll do if they don't have a case is they hold people for excessive amounts of time, hoping that nobody's looking. So what they'll do is they'll hold you for, you know, a couple of years, hoping that you're so worn out and you're so tired of being here that you'll find whatever the fuck they, they put in front of you just so you can get the hell out. That's how it works. Unfortunately for them, I've used this as an opportunity to read all the books. You have one minute left. That I've always wanted to read. So I don't, that's fine. I'll, I'll rot in here. I'm not signing shit. And they know that, so they try to make it difficult on people. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna call me back because I know I put money on this. Yeah, let me call you right back. Okay. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested 13 billion dollars in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's like, and I, I so appreciate you, you know, talking to me, and hopefully, uh, you know, those uh, those friends that I have out there, you know, uh, get to hear that. Like I said, I mean, it's, it's part of uh, part of the evil genius, I would say, in in the evil person who created this. Mm-hmm. It was, it was intentional. It was, it was intentional to destroy me and my husband, and right. it succeeded. But you know, we live we live in like a generation of morons. So you know, there's going to be morons who, oh my god, this is they were sure this is true. I mean, I, you know, like I'm not, 
like that's tough shit, you know? Yeah, like I'm going to say before, I'm not going to lie. There was a time where I was like, oh, no, she did she really? I mean, it, it was like I was nervous. I'm not going to lie. I, I did doubt you. And and then I and then you know if it wasn't for X Biz, yeah, you know, and then I started doubting them. It's like wait a minute, they 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 keep um, they keep they keep uh, uh the dropping charges. They it doesn't seem to have enough. Why? How come they're not? How come she? There's no bail, and I mean. You're not hearing about, like, you keep hearing, oh, there are other victims, there are other victims. Okay, where are these other victims? <laughs> you know, you know, and, and Nick still accused me of flying to the moon on a broomstick, and, uh, you know, Satan was there. I mean, you know, people can make up That's whatever ridiculous accusations they want. What's that? That's been one of my sexual fantasies star starring you. <laughs> you know, I mean, we live in an era... Where, uh, you know, I mean, look, Brett Kavanaugh was almost not uh, uh, confirmed to the, to the Supreme Court mm -hmm. because somebody made an accusation that had no veracity. But we, we live in the era of stupid. So I think it's kind of ironic. I mean, uh, yeah, it, like, come on, man. It, but I, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, look, the, the agenda of the mastermind behind this was to destroy my life and they succeeded and uh, society has aided them so you know I mean it, like, I, I, don't, like, I, I don't know what to say like it's kind of like me explaining myself to people or wanting people to be on my side I, I don't know what to fucking tell you like they've been reporting on it uh, I mean uh, experts the reporters were there for the prelim which the preliminary uh, hearing is an opportunity for the prosecution only to show the evidence that they have against a person it is their opportunity to show why these people are being held and to show, you know, if they have all this evidence, this quote-unquote treasure trove, as was alleged in the media, it was their opportunity to show that. And I was there, and an audio file of accusations was played. Mm. And that was it. So, you know, think of that what you will. But, hey, you know, I mean, we live in crazy times. So my, um, I've learned to expect very little in terms of expecting people to be smart. Uh, you know, it, <laughs> I know what I've talked to here about it. I mean, yeah, the charges look terrible, but, you know, they can charge you with whatever they want. Right. You know, I mean, you can charge people with all kinds of things. It doesn't mean that they're true. Yeah. Jail is not prison. And, by the way, there are people in prison who are innocent, mm -hmm. who signed on things that they, they didn't do. There was a girl uh, here who, uh, she gave birth, and she had another child a normal person gave birth to a baby. They used some sort of forceps or vacuum or something to get the baby out. Well, she noticed that the baby had, like, motor skill issues with one arm at about one and a half, two months. So she takes the baby to the dog. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, you know, so the rational thing to do would be like, okay, how, how was, you know, the birth, it was, it was a birth canal injury, right? Well, Johnny San Bernardino charged her with child abuse. CPS stepped in, took both the kids. She spent like a year, year and a half in here fighting the case. And she was so burned out on, on being here that she ended up signing to go home on probation for something that she didn't do just because she wanted to get back to try to get her kids back. Mm. This happened. This happened. Um, I mean, there's that's just one example of things that happened. People sign for things that they didn't do all the time just to get out of jail, especially if they offer them a probation deal. There's a gal here recently who, uh, she's a school teacher and some nut job kid who has, you know, mental health issues, accused her of, uh, or, you know, was bragging to his friends that he was having sex with her, some nonsense like that. Hmm. And the whole thing is ridiculous. This woman was is the furthest thing from, from one who would do something like that. No veracity. Yet, she, was, she, she had stepped down from her career. Hmm. She had retained counsel. The case was dropped once, then some other DA who wanted to feather in her cat politically picked it back up, put it back in the news, looking for a teacher conviction, because, ooh, that's good political points. Keep in mind, DAs, you know, that position's a political position. Judges, that's a political position. Mm -hmm. They can politicize anything. I've lived this. I mean, being in here, I've seen it firsthand. I wouldn't have believed it unless I saw it firsthand.
understand. Maybe that's why I'm here. Because I wouldn't have believed it. Maybe I'm supposed to talk about this. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I know why. I'm, I'm here because there's a person who's a real fucking asshole who wanted to ruin my life and wanted custody. But, you know, yeah. a, from a grand spiritual perspective, you know, I, I got to tell you, I mean, it's really sad. It's really sad. What the, the criminal justice system can and will destroy people. And that's because bureaucrats and large governments need to justify their existence. So they have quotas. They need X amount of criminals to exist so that they can exist. This is what the government does. And this is why some of us, you and me, Louis, have been talking about the, the ills of, of large government for years. Mm. Now I get to experience it firsthand. And this, and this county's dumb, by the way. I mean, my conditions in this jail are worse than if I was in L.A. County or Orange County or San Diego. I mean, we get one set of clothes per week. And this is the clean jail. Mm. And I like the cops here. But we get one set of fucking clothes per week. You know I mean? This is, this is the poor county. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's gross. So that's why people, people find on things that they didn't do. I would do it. I don't know to die in here. I seriously would die in here four times. Not gonna fucking happen. But most people don't have that kind of mental strength. And for me, I mean, hell, they've ruined my life anyway. I got nothing out there. What difference does it make? Hmm. So there's so so basically, you got nothing to lose anymore. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that, you know that's the mistake that I think they made with me and my husband. They, you know, they they destroyed us in the press. They've held us for so long that they've exhausted our finances, so now it doesn't matter. You know, the first six months, we're really trying to you know, get the hell out of here so we can clean this up and, you know, before too much damage was done. Now they've done so much damage that, you know, he and I, we're about to lose, we'll dig our heels in as long as we'll stay. Yeah. Fine. So they overplayed their hand, and that's because, you know, uh, uh, the DA, you know, on my case, uh, it's just, she, let's put it this way, she looks like a Dworkinite. <laughs> a what? A Dworkinite. Look at Andrea Dworkin. Uh, SJW, swerf all the way. Yada, yada, yada. Probably, you know, privileged home. Uh, Social justice, you know, feminism. Ironically, working with the patriarchy to destroy a self-employed woman, there's your fucking irony. But, oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, I don't really? Because, <laughs> I don't know, because I'm a, because I'm a porn actress. Yeah. So, you know, feminists don't, don't care about my plight. They don't care about my, you know, me being a mother and my child because I'm a porn actor. So, so you know, mm-hmm. SJW twerks are happy to destroy me because they don't, you know, because they're bitty. Yeah. So, it's it's, and, kind of, it's really kind of funny because she would probably be this oh Dorkin I a Dorkin I just looked her up Ugh. uh she's dead now though but so thank you Jesus um but um you know these these SJWs they care they care so much about ripping families apart keeping getting oh the kids are being taken away from their moms and you yeah. got this one not caring because of your your chosen profession. It's not. It's, oh, yeah. not, it's not like you're smoking meth or cocaine or shit on the no. street corner. No, no. It's not, I, like, I mean, it, it's not like you're being trafficked. Oh God, no! I, and I mean, look. I mean, you know, if I had any addiction, it was to the gym, working out, fitness, mm-hmm. health. But you know, I mean, it's look. I mean, this is what we've been talking about for years. Mm-hmm. So, so it's ironic because I mean, of Red County, and then you know, you get these SJWs. So it's, a, it's that perfect horseshoe, mm-hmm. and that's and I'm so I'm a political prisoner. I'm a literal political prisoner because you know you got this conservative county. They don't want porn actresses here, and then you get these SJW type attorneys who are you know. Oh God. So so <laughs> I mean, since you're a political prisoner, are you going to change your name to Melinda Melinda A. Shabazz? <laughs> I, I'll probably change it to Stolzhenitsyn. Oh. Right about the gulag. Yeah. I mean, that's really what this is. You know, I mean, look, there's money in the, in the gulag and in the prison system. And, and they make money off of me every day I'm housed here. Every day I'm housed here, they're charging taxpayers. So, I mean, there are people I'm housed with who have been here for seven years awaiting trial. Seven well, years. Wait, how is that legal? Yeah, exactly. 
That's a question that I have. Seven fucking years. And I'm not talking people who, look, there's sometimes people are guilty, and so what they do is they waive time for years trying to get a better deal. I'm talking people who have been trying to go to trial for two, three, four, five years. Yeah. And so what happens is, they, like, let's say they arrest somebody and they, they don't have enough on him. They don't have enough on them to, to prosecute him. But they'll languish in here for years, and the DAs will be too busy to take it to trial because they don't know what to do. They're political hot potatoes. So, so because they're political hot potatoes, like, they'll arrest them, do what they did to us, which is, you know, basically call them guilty in the press, and more of the facts of the case come out, and they don't have a case on these people. So what they do is they try to make it go away by wearing people out, keeping them in here for years. There's a gal in this facility who's been here for 12 years. 12. Waiting for trial? Yes. How is that legal? Isn't that, like, against uh, uh, constitutional rights? I mean... Yeah, you think so, but so is setting someone, so is stacking charges and setting someone's bail as though they're guilty. Article oh, eight of the Constitution. There's no Constitution in this country, Louis. That's just a, that's a nice idea. The Constitutional is have, but in, in in actual practical reality, the Constitution doesn't stand. They can do what what they have you in custody. They can do whatever the hell they want, and they do. That's why they hold people in custody. The reason they don't want me and my husband to bail out. They don't want to step bills because they know that we can fight it more effectively from the outside. But what they're banking on, and then what they'll do is they'll hold people for years and years and years, hoping that all their friends and all their family fall out. Oh, well, they're still holding them. They must be guilty. And that they'll lose any support they have to, that they're so worn out, they're willing to sign whatever the fuck they, they have to in order to go home. That's, that's pretty fucked. Oh, yeah, Systems, the system is fucked, and anybody who is familiar with it, once they're inside of it, will tell you how fucked it is. It, it, it's a mess. And this is what happens when you have big government. Look, you know, all these people, that justify their careers. From the cops, to the DAs, to the judges, to all of the random bureaucrats that are involved in this process, right? That justify why they exist. So you have to create criminals. You have to create cases where there aren't any. This is so different than the Soviets, and people just don't like to realize it. It's the USSA. There, there's no, there, there, you have no rights, especially once you're in custody. You, you are now, like, I'm currently counting property. I don't have any actual rights. Mm-hmm. It's just a nice idea. You know? So, that's why I said, like, anybody who wants me to, you know, pander to them, like, I don't, I don't know what to say. This is going to get worse. The police state is going to get worse, and it's going to start gobbling people up. And then in 20 years, I'll say, yeah, I told you so. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's a mess. Seven years. Seven fucking years. This gal I know. On my row. Why? Because it's a political hot potato. Because they didn't do what they accused him of. So what happens is like a DA who's got political aspirations will get a case that's not, that's not, um, it's, it's not a winning case, but it's political, maybe because the race of the people or the crime alleged or what have you. And so what they'll do is they'll delay until they can pass off to someone else. So they'll hold it for two years saying, yeah, 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 we're going to go to trial, and then it'll never happen. And they don't want it. So they're just holding it until they can pass it off to someone. Make it somebody else's problem. Yeah. Goodness, is there, I mean, any, is there anything that that we can do from out here to help you? Like, uh, uh, when it comes to the case, is there, like, um... I mean, there's, there's nothing to do with my case. Like, look, I've got some... I've got really good advocacy, really good support. I will say that the public defender's office has been excellent to me, personally. Mm-hmm. And I have a really, really, really excellent attorney. His name is Joshua Castro. He's fantastic. My husband has great counsel. So we have some really good people. I'm lucky. Where, where I am more fortunate than a lot of these people is that there was a lot of press on my case, and I was somebody who had a, a media presence to begin with. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm fortunate. Um, if people want to help us, to be honest, and I'll be totally candid, the only help we need right now is probably financial. And if you should also just send me letters. Like, I mean, if you support me, hey, cool, I'd love to hear from you. i got nothing else to do. I'm happy to write you back. Um, so you can write letters to me or to, uh, to Jason. You can, you can add money to my phone time. You can add money to our commentary. You can buy us, uh, there's packages. I think the website, Mm -hmm. Um, 
you know, it's, I mean, all of those things help. You know, it's expensive. Like, let me explain. Like, a, a, a packet of ramen soup, they sell it. So, highway robberies, by the way, our fulfillment company is Aramark. So, it turns out the sheriff's union has a bunch of uh, stock in Aramark. So, they have a monopoly. They're, they're the only company that we can purchase uh, commissary items through. It only shows up on Monday night. So, your SOL, if you don't, you know, put your order in on time. Um, they charge us a dollar twenty-five for a packet of you know twenty-five cent ramen soup. Mm. Every every twenty-minute phone call is four bucks. Yep. Uh, yeah. Every every bag of chips in here is like you know almost two dollars. I mean, they it's highway robbery. The reason that the repeat offenders, a lot of the prison girls I know, they try to go to prison ASAP because prison's about a quarter of the cost. Mm-hmm. So if they let's say they're repeat gang offenders, maybe they didn't even do the crime they're alleged. But they're being offered two, three, four years. And they're like, well, fuck it. I'll just go up for a year or two. The time usually splits. Once they're up in prisons, prisons don't really want them there. So they drop the percentages. So they might sign for, you know, five with 80%, but it's going to drop to 66% once they get up there. Or they might sign for, uh, you know, uh, five at 66% drop to half. Unless they have strikes, in which case they can't, they don't get a job their time. But a lot of them, if they, they know they're going to be institutionalized anyway, they'll go up to prison. It's an easier environment. Classes, you can get an education, you can do stuff all day, and, and the phone calls are a dollar. Mm-hmm. The ramen soup is twenty five cents. You know, they get fast food. You know, they get a gym. Yeah, county jail. I mean, it's designed to break people. That's what it is. Where, where, where is um your husband at? He's uh he's at at the uh, Adelanto High Desert Detention Center facility. So, which is better than West Valley. He and I were housed at West Valley. I was there for about nine months. He's there for about ten. Um, and uh, West Valley is next to a sewage reclamation plant, so it smells like shit and methane about six months out of the year. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I can't say you ever get used to it because you don't. And the unfortunate thing, you know, it's funny because they think they're punishing us, but they're really punishing their deputies. <laughs> they still have to work in the shit with us. I mean, you know, they're bringing the same, you know, horrible, toxic fumes. Uh, so uh, I'm at CDC now, Central Detention Center in San Marzino. This is a real cute little clean facility. It's a hell of a lot cleaner than West Valley. And uh, it's a better uh, jail populace. And the cops are, are really great here. I have no, I have no complaints about the the, the, the police staff. Our, our female deputies are really cool. We don't have a lot of male deputies here. Um, he's he's actually really great. Um, I, lo- I love the, the our our cops here. Are great, Miss Pepler, Knight, Vasquez. I mean, they're 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 fantastic. Fernandez, Keeley, they're good gals, you know. Um, so. Which is another thing, you know, people think, that, you know, you come in here, you come out hating the cops. I don't. There's just people doing a job. Okay. Yeah. So, are you going to call me back, or? Yeah, I can call you back. Okay. I can call you back. All right. All right. Yay, you're back. Yay. Is it recording? Yes. Got it records? Yeah. Oh, wow. Both of them got recorded. Um, I might have to clean up the audio, but it got recorded. Yeah, sure. So. Awesome. Cool. Yay. Yeah, and, and look, I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things, like, I'm I'm, I'm grateful I have some great friends who have, some are industry, some not, who really helped us out here. Because, I mean, you can only financially support yourself, but we have to pay to have everything moved. We have storage still, you know, it's a, we have to liquidate as much as we could. You keep in mind, you know, what they took in as evidence, a lot of it was like, you know, our equipment, the stuff that's of content that I would have normally sold, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they, they made us, you know, they shut us down. And, I mean, all that stuff, you know, technically they have to return it once everything's over. But, I mean, I think it could take up to two years to do it. Hmm. So, you know, you got, I got, like, 20 terabyte hard drives, my phone, you know, all this stuff. Which, I mean, tells you something. If, if, if there's that much data there and yet sure didn't find anything, did they? Not, like, honestly, it would, I mean, the thing is... Uh, after that initial like one month of yeah. like of them reporting your 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 arrest, yeah. Um, goodness, uh, like honestly, my like it was it was like 
that Feb it was like what last year February, and then I yeah. I, I found out because someone called me and I was like, what? <laughs> and then I and then it was only one month, and I was like trying to get more info, like okay, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Um, and, and, and then I'm like, oh, wait, her name is Melinda? Yeah. I mean, Smith, that, huh? Smith, Puerto Rican, Smith? I was, I, I, I was questioning that, um, cause that, that, that confused me a little bit, but, um, yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for XBiz, I wouldn't have known shit, cause it, it was like, it was like two seconds, and it's like, okay, what, like, you know. Well, I mean, look, so the mainstream media likes to report on cases where there's actually, you know, evidence. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I mean, look, I, I, uh, I think that they dropped it because they don't want to get sued. Right. So, you know, that, it, and look, they did this Orange County. This, so there, was a, there were these, these there was this, um, surgeon and his wife, I think they just dropped the charges. In 2018, it was a big thing in Orange County. They arrested the surgeon and his wife. I don't know where the claims came from, but the, the allegations were that they were raping women that they met online and drugging them and all of this. So there's no evidence to any of this. There was nothing to corroborate it. So I don't know where these allegations came from exactly. Keep in mind, I'm in here, so mm-hmm. I have my, you know, uh, knowledge is somewhat limited. I can't Google anything. I don't have the internet. Um... But, uh, so it was a political case. The DA was hanging on to it. And they held him for like two... I don't know if they were still in custody. I think they might have actually let them bail out. So Orange County, again, Orange County is actually uh, better. Like like Orange County, L.A., Ventura, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be holding them still. Hmm. There, has, there has to be you know, something to corroborate this. But it was a political thing. Ruined these people's lives. Ruined his practice. Ruined everything. And, you know, they ended up dropping it. But not before their lives were destroyed. Not before, you know, two years of their lives were made hell. What are his chances of being able to practice again as a surgeon, you know? He would have, so, to, he would have to, like, move out of the state to even have a chance. I'm, and, and, and these days, the way media spreads, not really, you know, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? People, because, again, because we live in a society where, you know, and this is, look, I mean... We live in a society where it's easy to destroy people by making allegations. We saw it with Brett Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's this this thing where, look, on the one hand, we want to take, you know, some allegations seriously, especially with there's multiple people corroborating it. But on the other hand, you know, we kind of almost didn't, didn't uh, make Supreme Court justice because some woman claimed he raped her at a party 30 years ago, 40 years ago. And then that turned out to be completely false. Political. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, I don't know. I think I think this plan has gone nuts. Like, I don't know what to say. You know, I mean, I, I, I. Uh, here's here's one thing that jail does. It'll either break you or it makes you fearless. I'm not scared of anything at this point. I'm not scared of anything. I mean, they're trying to scare us, saying, oh, 150 years. That's ridiculous. Nobody's going to live 150 years. That's absurd. Yeah. That's absurdity. I mean, mm. Why not 1,500? Why not 15 million? Yeah. Are you kidding me? That, like, Did they really that? say that, that you could be in prison for 150 years? That's what the charges carry. 150 years to life. <laughs> so after 150 years, then you're in jail for life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not I mean, just it's, say it's, life? Yeah, but it's, it's not. 150 years left. Hmm. So, I mean, that's, you know, that, look, I, <laughs> it's ridiculous. But, I, you know, hey, I mean, shit like this has been happening to women like me. I mean, they accused Matahari of being a spy and executed her. Hmm. Nobody remembers who her, her, who her prosecutor was. They just remember her. So, you know, let's see who wins this. Let's see who wins this in the battle of history. So, so I mean, realistically speaking, um, when when are you going to be able to come to New York and see me so I could... 
hopefully give you some pasteles this year. Hopefully into this year. Okay. All goes well. But you know, I mean, I I never would have thought I'd be in jail for 14 months. I mean, this shit should have been cleared up last year. Yeah. But you know, I mean, just like look, this is what happens to people when it's a political hot potato and there's eggs on people's faces. They they. They don't know what to do. Because, look, if they have a bunch of evidence on somebody, they, they want to prosecute them quickly. Yeah. I mean, goodness, there's some questions I want to ask you, but I know you can't answer. Yeah, I really can't talk much about the case. There's yeah. just nothing I can say. I mean, there's nothing to talk about, really. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm talk, I'm t- well, I'm talking about, like, the aftermath. Like, I mean... Okay, well, I'm just going to ask it. If you can't answer, just say pass. Once everything's okay. said and done. Yeah. Will you fight for custody? When will I? Or will I? Will you? Well, uh... You can say pass. <laughs> I, the problem is that the, the technicalities on this, and, and the whole reason that this happened, I can't, I can't discuss. Currently. So pass. Okay. Yeah, it's been, I mean, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, let's just say I can't talk about it. All right. All right. I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, I'll just make a statement and you don't reply, you don't respond, but oh, I would sue that motherfucker so bad. <laughs> I would yeah. sue, I had lawsuits all around. Yeah, there's uh, and there are legal statutes in place in California for parents who create false allegations as means to that yeah. Because it happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Here's the other thing: it happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Usually, it happens to men. Yeah. So, so ironically, of course, I'd be the one female that's in here on a men's rights issue. There's a fucking irony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this shit usually happens to men. It. it, it the only reason that it became so sensational, it's usually allegations against moms. It, 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 you know, somebody with half a brain in their head goes, this is fucking ridiculous, and it gets dropped. But because I'm a porn actress, you know, that's why I said I'm a political prisoner. Mm-hmm. I would say one of the greatest, uh, you know, up there with, like, Nina Hartley. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I appreciate that. I, I, uh, I mean, afterwards, afterwards, I'm just going to pop on one of your scenes because I have a whole cash. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, I mean, you know, the thing is, I, I, I love my career. You know, I love what I did. I was, you know, it, it, but the industry is, uh, you know, they're, the industry itself, because it's so fragmented and there's not like a really unified front, and uh, they don't like. My life is partially being ruined because of my career. Mm-hmm. But aside from some friends of mine, individuals inside the industry who have who have ensured that we're okay, mm-hmm. the industry as a whole hasn't done a goddamn thing for me. Yeah. Aside from experts. And that's just that's just reporting. I mean, look, I got to tell you, they put out an article at first that was just not very complimentary because they're like, "Oh, let's try to defend the reality." And then, you know, as it unfolds, they're like, "Holy shit, these people really got shafted." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, it's that it's that to me that you know I could know people for five, six years and they can assume I'm guilty right away because they're so fucking stupid. They believe everything that's the news article, and that's how dumb people are. Again, I mean, to me, I'm not going to lie. I doubted you. I I doubted you at first too. Yeah, but you don't know me personally. Like, we don't, like, work together, you know, regularly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like you know me online. And, and we've interacted a lot. But, like, I'm talking to some people that, you know, I'm, I'm really, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hanging out with them working all the time. Mm. You know, but then, then on the other hand, some people who really know us, right away, they think it's just bullshit. A lot of the directors and the friends that I make, you know. So, I mean. <laughs> well, cool question. Uh. Uh, Tommy Pistol. The he's, yeah. Is is he is he cool? Um, I heard that Aramis was talking all kinds of shit about me, so I don't fucking know. All right, unfollowing him from Twitter. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was on that with calling me guilty, which is uh, 
but he's uh, but he doesn't want to fucking publish about himself. Just wait till I'm out. Just wait till I'm fucking out. Some of the dirt I got on people, it's gonna all be on Twitter. Oh, all uh, right. Oh yeah, okay. Missy Martinez. There's, there's another one. Who? Missy Martinez. Really? Oh yeah, that fucking bitch was all over calling me guilty. Oh, you never know people. Uh, After she came right. crying. She came crying to me while she was cheating on her fucking husband. Okay, unfollowing yeah. her? Yeah, she, she did that. Just crying. We were going to help her get away from him because he was abusing her. She was cheating with some guy who's like a fucking VP of Time Warner or something in Vegas that she met while she was stripping. So she comes to us asking for fucking help and then has the goddamn nerve when this comes out to rip me apart on Twitter. Yeah. I know I know so much about so many people. Just why tell them out. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Tommy Pistol. And he follows me back too. Jesus, oh well. Goodbye. I don't know, I don't know if I want to talk to him, but I, you know, I was told that he was, you know, all on his SJW train about it. And I've worked with him multiple times, so he can go to hell. So un- should I should I or shouldn't I unfollow him? Would you unfollow him? I don't, I don't care what you do. No, but... Um, when, when I get out of here, I'm going to unfollow most of the fucking people in the industry. So, they're not my friends. I'll put it that way. There's, there's okay. only, there are very few people inside the porn industry that I would call my friends. And the good part about this is I know exactly who my friends are. All uh, right. I, I, I will never waste... I, like, there's so much time I've wasted helping people who literally turn on me the minute they could and I guarantee you when I'm out like I won't waste a fucking minute of my time with those people like, and that's why I said it's hard for me to think about performing because I've never performed with these fucking porn actors I thought of like four or five of them you know I mean like it's, it's, I mean I, I'm told that we have support in the industry but I don't know because I don't hear from them alright and I only followed Missy Martinez because you, you asked me to yeah, she can, she can go fucking straight to hell. Alrighty, so, so unfollowed her. That's fine, because she yeah. doesn't follow me back. Uh, tell me... You know, you know Missy Magic like her whining about how she's mentally ill just doesn't swallow a bottle of pills or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> SJW, suicidal meltdown. Hey, I got fucking news for you. I'm sitting in county jail, so I haven't killed myself. Sounds like you're weak. <laughs> Don't give a fuck. Hey, but the thing is, too, is like one thing about actually after I get out of here, like any fucking politically correct veneer I put on, that's gone. I don't give a fuck. That's the, that's the best part, I think, about going to jail for a while. Mm. Anybody, anybody else uh, we should be aware of? You know, she was the only one that I was like, yeah, fucking bitch, after she, you know, asked for my fucking help. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I always, like, I, I mean, it doesn't even fucking matter. Dana the Armand, I mean, who's the fuck? I mean, she's fat and nobody, nobody likes her anyway. Is she the one that so, she was crying after she got gangbanged? I don't know. Maybe. I, I don't keep up with any of these fucking people. I mean, they, they don't, like, especially after 14 months in here, yeah. none of them matter to me. Well, let me yeah. put it that way. I mean, if I could, you know what's been cool, and he was reached out to me, so, like, Christian Triple X, that guy's fucking cool, mm-hmm. the transsexual community, the bisexual community, because they get accused of shit like this all the time, and you know, cause, because of their sexuality, and so if, if, if I am to perform when I get out of here, it's going to be with that subgroup of people. I, I, don't, I don't see myself, I might still do straight scenes with, like, some of the bisexual performers, but I don't see myself working with, like, the, the performers on the quote-unquote straight side of the industry. Because they, they just, for the most part, they're, you know, a lot of them are shit people. Some of them are great. My friend Beth is awesome. Uh, Megan Fox is cool. She's, she's real pretty. Uh, you know, I have some, I mean, some people, I think some of them probably covertly support us. Everything's like, they're political online. Everybody's afraid to be a supporter. My friend Aubrey Black is awesome. If you don't follow her, you should. She was one of the few that really stuck her neck out. But she, she stayed, you know, with us. She knows my daughter. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, she's an actual friend. Aubrey Black is amazing. Um... A lot of the black guys in the industry have supported us because you know, they know how the system is. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of 
kind of a thing. But, yeah, I don't know. See, the thing is, too, is I don't know. I may have more friends out there than I know. It's just they don't reach out to me, so I don't, you know. All right. So, long story short, fuck Missy Martinez. Has any has anybody, any other podcast reach out to you? Um, no, I, I have friends. Uh, hopefully Aaron and Mildred are listening. They, um, they reached out to me and invited me to their podcast when I get out. And uh, also uh, Black Label Magazine. Go follow them on Instagram. Um, I had a chat with him right before this happened, and he, he reached out to me and he offered me an interview once we're done with this. So he's great. But not, but not the um, drunk peasant. No, I mean, you know, I didn't really go on there very often, anyway. Oh, so you are on my podcast the most. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Yes. I think so. I think I was on your podcast the most. The Crouch Out Radio Show, home of Mercedes. Cruz. <laughs> I'm gonna... Yeah, and, and you know, I mean, look, I. I get it. Like it's you know it's political and blah blah blah. So I mean, I, to be honest, like I, I don't really harbor any actual. The only people that really pissed me off were the ones that I thought were you know friends of mine who turned on me. But mm-hmm. there's pretty few, from what I heard. It, it, the, the allegations were designed to destroy us. That's what they were designed yeah. to do. So you know, yeah. it's, I just know who my friends are now. I just I just missed you too much. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't, I can't, I can't, I just can't believe this. I don't believe this. I can't believe this. And and then I kept like, okay, wait a minute, innocent until proven guilty, innocent until proven guilty. I mean, yeah. you know. And then and then I was like, yeah, but she has a nice ass. Why would she do that? Hmm. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's uh, how do I say this? A friend of mine who's psychologist says, yeah, doesn't doesn't fit the profile, huh? Yeah. What do you know? It, it was designed, it was designed to ruin us, which it did, and that's you know. I know that you know they used to they used to burn women at the stake if they were accused of witchcraft. I mean, humans are, are stupid species. I guess I guess before we go, any 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 last words before we go? Thank you to you for being my friend and for having me on. Thank you to anyone listening who uh, uses their rational mind and understands that if people are accused of things, doesn't mean they're guilty of them. Um, so I think that's it. I really appreciate the support of the people who uh, who do know us, and, and uh, I appreciate you giving me this opportunity to talk and chat. So I missed you, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, to anyone who still wants to uh, that we are guilty until proven innocent, you can go fuck straight to hell. And uh, I'd love to hear from you guys. So letters, send them to me. My booking number is one nine zero two three four zero zero nine five, and I'm at CDC six thirty East Rialto Avenue. Never this is my je- motherfucker. What? So she got cut off before she could give her full information. If you guys want to write to her, it is Melinda A. Smith, and her inmate number is one nine zero two three four zero zero nine five. Again, her inmate number is one nine zero two three four. 0095 and to write to her send uh it's again melinda smith and her inmate number and the address is central detention center 630 east ria alto avenue san bernardino california 92415 and money orders will be accepted if you want to put money on her books through the mail Posted to the inmate's account. Uh, the money order should be made out to the correct detention facility and, and include the inmate's name and a booking number. Uh, they accept all forms of money orders, but postal money orders are preferred. Bank cashier's checks will be accepted and posted only after verification uh, has been made by the bank. 
and they do not accept cash or personal checks, just money orders. So again, it's Melinda Smith, Melinda A. Smith. Her inmate number is one nine zero two three four zero zero nine five. Anyways, I'd like to thank everyone for listening to today's special episode of the Crotch Shot Radio Show podcast. And uh, as always, from my house to your house. Uh, that's the end of my show. Donk. Help the Crowd Shout Radio Show grow and thrive by doing something you already do. Shop on Amazon. Amazon always has great deals for whatever you are looking for. From survivalists and riot gear to Beanie Babies. Next time you're going to shop at Amazon, use my link. The prices stay the same, but I get credit for the sale. Just go to tinyurl.com slash B. And just shop normally, knowing that you're helping support the Crotch Shot Radio Show. That's tinyurl.com slash B. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.